Hey there, my name is Eric. I am a trustee in the village of Mundelein, and this is Mundelein Minute. This is episode number 20, and I am welcomed, I, I'm welcoming a guest today, and this is uh, the other the other trustee, Schwenk. other trustee Schwenk <laughs> here in Mundelein and, and happens to live in my house too. So who are you? I'm Amber Reed Schwenk, your library trustee. So, so Amber is a trustee for the Fremont Library District. District. Mm -hmm. I feel like there was public li there was the P in there. That is true. The Fremont, Fremont public, library, library, public, yep, public mm -hmm. library District. Public Library District. So Amber um, got elected at the same time that I did, mm -hmm. and she does not have a podcast. No, no podcast. No podcast. The library is um, a little less exciting. That's true. <laughs> than our thank goodness exciting <laughs> exciting Mundelein Village politics. Um, so Kara is out of town. Punk. Punk. She Enjoying went to Florida. Some... Oh, I shouldn't have said that. To enjoy warm weather. And Mickey Mouse. Ugh, lucky. Lucky. So we're also joined by Mundy the cat. And uh, Mundy likes to come in and join the podcast and then leave. Occasionally has some insights to share. Mm -hmm. Quick disclaimer. This is not my house. It's our house. And there is kids, three cats. And a, a bird. A loud bird. And who knows whatever else is going on in this house at any moment. So... If you hear something, mm -hmm. it's, it's probably a kid. It's probably a kid or a cat. And um, sometimes they knock things over during the podcast. It's just kind of how the show goes. So welcome. Do you have to give um, your disclaimer that, that this there's is... no taxpayer dollars used in the creation or distribution? The lights, the cameras, the microphones, those all belong to us. And mm -hmm. um, they're irks. Let's be honest. Yeah. They're irks. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Okay. So on with the show. So we are talking about the Committee of the Whole meeting from November 8th at 6.30. And this is a discussion um, about the property tax levy. Yes. So the property... Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Exactly. So the property tax levy uh, is how much money the, the village levies on the property tax bill. Mm -hmm. And it's it's roughly in Mundelein 13% of of your property tax bill goes to the village of line. So long story short, the staff every year puts together a packet, gives the trustees some options, kind of simplifies where we end up on a number, but ultimately the, the village board has the authority to set whatever that number is, whatever the tax levy amount is. Um, the percentage is, is just kind of a, an offshoot of that, but we levy dollars. We don't levy a percentage, we levy for an amount of dollars. That number of dollars is is split up between each of the properties within the village and how much money they pay for their property taxes. That's where the percentage comes in. So the more development, business, or residential, the less the overall taxes for an individual would be. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and that's <laughs> that's one of the, the key um, to the downtown and the, and the development there is the, the amount of properties that are being developed in the downtown are denser populated areas. And the denser populations create more tax revenue, more property tax revenue per, per square foot or even per acre than single family, single family, family homes. home developments. Mm -hmm. And we have an opportunity in a downtown that's being created to generate more tax revenue, which will 
ultimately the plan is to lower the taxes for the rest of month life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's actually what happened this year. So we, we levied. Give me this. Yeah, I'll look over this. So this is in the, this is page four of the, the packet. And this is the, the spreadsheet that, that we get every year as trustees that kind of looks over. So this is from 2012 to 2020 and then looking forward for the next taxing year as to, as to what, now keep in mind, this is for the property taxes for next year paid the, <clears throat> paid the following year. Correct. So we're, we're always, always a, a year behind. A year behind here in Illinois because we like to keep things confusing. And so this is looking, looking at that budget and the, the numbers associated. And we had the opportunity here to either keep the same, lower, or, or raise taxes. And that's always a, a touchy subject, no matter <laughs> no, no matter what you're trying to do. Anytime taxes come up, it, it becomes a, a hot button, and it's for good reason. So we we just left that number exactly where it is. At, it's just under $9 million for um, the village's corporate road and bridge and bonds, and a little over five and a half, I'm sorry, a little under five and a half million. So a total of $14,293,654 is what the village will levy next year. And that is the exact same number that we levied the year prior. Right. And we could have lowered them a little bit and still met our pension obligations, but we decided to um, leave that number the same and put the extra money it's going to be roughly a hundred thousand dollar difference that extra hundred thousand is going into the pension fund mm-hmm. you were saying that that is in a, like a money market that makes more money so if you're putting more money right. In right now ahead it's going to actually build and occur more money right and that's that's what what happened this year was the market did well for the um, police and fire pensions and that resulted in the village of mundelein mundelein having to put in less money into pensions this this next year to hit the threshold that we need to have it fully funded or 90 percent funded by 2040 so mm-hmm. we're we're actually ahead of schedule now right being fiscal responsible with what you have and with what we have today without raising taxes still putting in the the more money than is required or obligated at this point in time right. hoping that it'll accrue more interest to meet that deadline even faster So you're not kicking the can down the road we're not kicking the can down the road at all. And it's also uh, important to note that because of the growth in Mundelein and the new homes that have been added and new developments that have been added, the property taxes that each person pays, even though we didn't add or subtract in the dollar amount, that dollar amount is being spread out among more development. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually going to drop for the median home price. It drops about $10 per year, which is a small amount, but that's you know it's better about, than it going up right <laughs> we've had raises of that amount and it's been hey this kind of upsets your other stuff <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's going in the right direction so more development would be awesome so so just kind of sum it up here with the the committee the whole meeting was like i don't know let's see 20 minutes and we talked about the tax levy and once we figured out what number we were, you know, we just kind of into the meeting, we roll into the village board meeting. So, so it was approved. Yeah. So this no. is, this was our, just our discussion. So, oh, okay. So yeah. So mind. we have a discussion about it first. Right. And this is our opportunity to, 
to hear from Steph, ask Steph questions, kind of figure out where we are. We kind of do a an informal polling because it's not a board meeting, so we can't actually vote on it. Mm -hmm. uh, so we just kind of go around the room and everybody says, yes, I'll support option A, B, or C. We take that information and roll into the board meeting. So next up was the board meeting. And so hurry back yeah. to this. So when does this get voted on for your final vote? Right here. Oh. Ta-da. <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> right. So this was village board meeting. What number? 3,000 what? 242. 242 on November, November 8th, 8th at 7 p.m. At 7 p.m. at Village Hall. Uh, this was my day before my birthday meeting. And... <laughs> <laughs> So your birthday Eve, my birthday Eve. Yes. So meeting started on time. Um, everybody was present except for Kara because awesome. again, she's out of town and um, enjoying the warmer weather. Look at this kitten and how much he snuggled in. I don't know if you guys can see that past my socks and footwear. He was the cutest Monday. Yeah. All right. Back to the show. So no Kara. Uh, we did the pledge of allegiance, the approval of minutes. Um, there was no public commentary. I will say that we did have some public commentary during committee of the whole. I was going to ask you about that, but yes, sorry. And thank you. You should have asked. Um, and, and one person did speak and it was not exactly related to the committee of the whole meeting. Um, and, and that was just, um, just one comment from Mary Ann uh, Whalen. And then, so in the village board meeting, there wasn't any public commentary, no presentations or awards, no public hearings. If you're a listener of the show, you'll realize this has kind of been a trend lately. So next up was um, some commission appointments. What we got? The commission appointment of Jane Robbins to the Planning and Zoning Commission. All right. I do not want her job right now. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> and then... Um, good luck, Jane. We did an EDC, Economic Development Commission. Who was that? Edward Streb. Edward Streb. Yep. So they were both there. They both came up and were sworn in. Um, and congratulations and thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. And good luck. And good luck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the mayoral proclamation was next for Veterans Day. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a mayoral proclamation. We don't vote on those. We do vote on the others, though, on other, like the um, appointments to the commissions. Okay. D, Mondelein Beautification Committee. So this is a this is a cool one. This one, um, we are creating a beautification committee, and this was one of the the items. Um, Kara has been working on the oh, ad hoc yeah. beautification committee, if you will. I was think that the one that was part of that corridor coming in? Yeah. Okay. That redid that corridor on the south end, and we needed to have this for some of these grants that we're getting to to offset some of those those major costs which is great we, we so, love having grant money okay so the grant money is coming from the federal government because of actually no some of it is um but the last one for the south end was actually from the railroad since that's their oh. property okay that's pretty neat yeah so they they do a 50 50 split you have to have a couple of of um prerequisites and a beautification committee is one of those so we actually now created we had an mm -hmm. ad hoc one to get through the initial stages mm -hmm. now by ordinance we have created a long-term beautification committee and are those people on those committee that's committee staying oh, it's, uh, blah, 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 blah. 
<laughs> Who's on the committee? Well, they'll have to apply. So that's what I was wondering yeah. if that's what I was trying to ask is if on the ad hoc committee, is it the same people? Are they going to stay on or is it going to be somebody different? They'll have to apply. Um, it'll be up to the mayor to review and interview and mm. recommend. And what are the requirements? I'd have to go back and look at the ordinance oh, for I'm sure. sure. It's Mundelein resident. I, I do remember that. it Yes. Mundelein resident or own a business in Mundelein uh -huh. or work at a business in Mundelein or live within a mile and a half of Mundelein. <laughs> yeah, there's, I think, <laughs> something else that's, that's um, similar to that. There was another commissioner committee that, that has a similar okay. caveat. So age? No age. So we can put a 10-year-old on it. I don't remember if there was a minimum we age. We that one off. I think Mundy can apply. <laughs> Do you, you have, have to be a human? <laughs> can be a cat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, watch for uh yeah so there should be coming out from the village here soon about how to apply cool yeah if that interests you if it interests you if beauty's your thing yes go for it okay meeting call yeah so we have a meeting call for sb friedman's doing a presentation on um i want to say this is on tiff i don't know i wasn't there yeah. Was I there? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is, um, I think we did this last year where it was kind of an education on, on TIF and how TIF works. And it, if municipal government is your jam, this will be a great meeting um, because mm -hmm. learning how tax increment financing TIF works is hugely important considering that Mundelein has three active TIFs right now. Mm -hmm. And that is on December 13th. Yep, that's 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. in the boardroom. And then we gave a third extension, an amendment to the redevelopment agreement for Spring Bank. And Spring Bank agreement is the um, land swap agreement with Spring Bank and the Village of Mundelein for our public works facility for their ginormous music mm -hmm. um, factory. factory that has now been torn down and turned into a um, water storage water storage i thought it was like a water prairie or something like that like a type of thing i'm wrong <laughs> i don't detention pond i think is the and this is usually where Kara and i try to figure out which is retention or detention and which one holds the water and which one temporarily holds the water and lets water out you know who would answer that question for you your dad my father <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> he'd know <laughs> he would know <laughs> um so we gave them some more time because they are getting ready to um there's certain uh, you know time frames in that agreement and one of them is for demolishing the um old public works facility i thought that i just saw that they did that on facebook because we had to give them more time mm. yep so now have they completed all of the requirements no there's a lot more to the agreement but certain time frames have to be met by certain um, points and you know certain or rather certain work has to be met within certain time frames and and the demolition was one of them can we stray for a second sure one of the comments were where's the fireworks going to go um so there's been discussion of that and they may move it over towards the metro parking lot or um but the parking lot's also needed for that event so they may do it out of like the village hall plaza circle area 
We'll have to look at that because... Which, that will make sense once there's buildings there. Correct. So as this area continues to grow, where the fireworks get launched from is going to have to be evaluated. I don't think there's been a... The Community Days Commission hasn't told us, as the board anyways, what that looks like. So I couldn't hmm. tell you for sure. I wonder, is, would it be able to do it over the detention area? It depends on uh, how much water there's been. But it's easier to flood that if you needed to. But it, can you dry it out if you need to? You know, if you put it mm. there. Well, you can build water to pump it. <laughs> I know some. I know, I know a guy with a lot of hose. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, on to trustee reports. Community and economic development. So, what's up first? Uh, so, this is the Tonality Brewing. I see it. Thank you. I can't read it. Uh, so this is the sale agreement, and this is just having the mayor and the village clerk execute the sale of the um, Tonality Brewing. So this is that that old fire station slash old public works facility off of um, Seymour and Division. And we had to do some replat for that land. If you um, if you remember, if you watch the show, you'll remember that we, we did that um, a couple of weeks ago. What? I'm laughing because the vacuum cleaner's going. The vacuum. We when we told the kids not to, um, not to make noise because we were filming a podcast and they're upstairs vacuuming. No, the robot went off on its own. Oh, it's the robot one. Yeah. Yeah, we have to have two vac. Actually, three vacuums. Okay. Because of cats. So, anyways, we um we replatted some of that land so that the village could keep the water tower and the streets because it was all part of one ginormous piece of oh, property. Oh, that makes sense. And now we're just selling the building to them. So up yeah, next. because the, the water tower thing, entrance is right there next to it. Well, and because the village owned all that land, mm -hmm. right, it was just one big piece of property. Right. And we had to replat that and keep the street. Is it plat or plot? Plat. Plat of survey. A plat. A plat. I'm going to make a plat of survey. <laughs> Sounds like really... <laughs> Midwestern. It was, it was, it was your, your Minnesota accent. <laughs> a plat survey. Mm -hmm. okay. That was not a good Minnesota accent. So Public Works Committee was up next. Uh, we did a Sheldon change order Woods. for Sheldon Woods, right? And this is having... Um, there was some, some work that needs to be done there, and we are outsourcing some of the, um, the oversight of that work, and then the developer will pay us back for that work. So when we had a say, change order in that amount. When you say work... Is this the work that they're talking about? Like the nope. snow? Oh, the nope. Nope. That this is all separate. So that that one item there for the Sheldon Woods construction inspection. That's that's just having Gowalt Hamilton look over all of that work that is being done at the Sheldon Woods facility. But that doesn't go. This motion doesn't go into it. The packet speaks to it more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next up was the digester PRV and flame arresters. This is some necessary equipment for um, the wastewater treatment. Uh, facility okay so we spent fifty three thousand one hundred and seventy eight dollars on some parts there um, some snow and ice control uh, so this was an interesting motion we are hiring out midwest snow solutions from wakanda to do snow removal and it's at the tune of sixty thousand dollars a year and this is an unbudgeted item and this is an interesting one because it has come to our attention that the paths the bike paths are used um, quite frequently throughout the winter and also they don't get touched until 
the six inch snow threshold is met and they are the last to to be managed by the village mm -hmm. so once everything else is cleaned up then they'll go and clear off the paths and then during the winter time um that could be a couple of days so we're now outsourcing to midwest snow solutions sections of bike paths where students walk to school which is very important and we we have to maintain that and we're also outsourcing some of the public walkways in front of um, some some buildings, not all buildings on on Lake Street, but some buildings on Lake Street and surrounding some of the village parking lot areas on Lake Street and, and outsourcing <clears throat> the parking lot areas as well. And that makes sense for the parking lots. Right. To keep those clear. Right. And there are areas where we have growth and businesses where people use them. This question. Mm -hmm. Is there an ordinance regarding shoveling your sidewalks? I don't know. I believe that there is. I'm not sure about enforcement. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's a... A hot topic every year. Or a cold one. Or a cold topic. <laughs> a slippery topic. <laughs> it's very slippery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and we were affected by it too. We had a kid that had... Well, we still have a child that has to walk. Yeah, that walks to school. And I, I mentioned that during the meeting that he uses those paths. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. That, you know. Yeah. And then next up was um, another another uh, snow, a snow motion for how snow much? Motion. A snow motion. I think this one was a, maybe it came Where up later. Maybe it was in a different section. Yeah. Scratch that. Because we're here. Yeah, finance we did finance. Coming. And this is where we actually passed the tax levy. So the items that we talked about earlier and the amount of money, we we passed that tax levy. Yeah. And that tax levy, again, was $14,293,654 after abatements. And we we do that now because we have to post that amount of money for, for so much time under the truth and taxation laws that the state puts out. And then that... that, in, that gets put into another ordinance that will pass in December to make that finalized by the beginning of next year to get that number off to the treasurer's office at the county to Holly's office and that gets put on the tax bills and billed out to everybody. All right. And then we did our governing body bill approval for $800,844.91. Um, off to public safety. Public please. safety and we did some a no parking motion for 300 Anthony Avenue for that block. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. No so, parking both sides? Yep, both sides. So they have had, this was a request from the residents in the area. They have okay. a lot of cars. And the police department did a very thorough study. Again, it's in the packet. Mm -hmm. It talks about um, who owns the cars and where they're from. And So who, who owns them? The majority of them are not from residents. Then where are the cars coming from? Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the other building. Is there is there another building that's there that? Uh, I'd have to go back and look at the, the map, but I want to say it's because of the school. Oh, there's the bird. So oh. there's, you know, okay. there's people that are using the street to park and it's blocking um, the residents and blocking driveways and causing a nuisance. Okay. So they went ahead and made it at no parking. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, that's kind of... And it, we have a couple of blocks. About that. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a couple of blocks that are like this where um, where, where residents have requested that there's no parking and then it just mm-hmm. gets gets done. A police department goes out and does a study and kind of provides a, a detailed packet to the board about what, what they noticed when they did this study. Mm-hmm. We had our street uh, studied. Yeah, that was part of the big parking mm-hmm. study a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Only one side. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Did you need this note? Yeah. So um, the, you know, whenever the public safety committee comes up, it's usually Kara who's the, the chair, but she was gone. So Trustee Wilson tossed it off to the chiefs to see if they have anything to add. And the police department did not. Uh, and the fire department did mention the adopt a hydrant program. So if you have a fire hydrant in front of your your house or near your house, they're looking for people to adopt it so that it stays clear and shoveled for the winter. Um, yeah, and okay. I will three, note that three feet uh, is it two or three feet around three me? feet. And mm-hmm. Chief Lark was was cussing at us using words like snow I and know. freezing. Don't stop. And just completely inappropriate, Chief Lark, to use words like that this time of I year. Know, it's especially way too as early. it was snow today. Snow. Oh, okay. Did I have to put 25 cents in the jar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, bud. He's like, oh, this talking about snow. Yeah. He's like, I'll stay here on the warm couch. I need my cat snow boots on. Right. <laughs> uh, nothing from the building committee. And under transportation infrastructure, there was... Um, one motion and this is for we're testing some lights on a on a path on midlothian so these are solar powered lights in a very dark area of lighting on or very dark area of the of the bike path on midlothian so we're going to install some led lights that have um sensors to recharge oh but are they motion sensors no No, they're they're not motion sensors they're light yep and because they're LED, they're very low energy, and we're using batteries and um, solar power where, for them. Where are at on Metal Lothian? Um, north of 176 and south of Rensgate by the fire department. Okay. And the idea being that, yes, these have a little bit more cost up front, mm-hmm. but you don't have to run electrical to them. Oh. So, you know, when you're running electrical out there, mm-hmm. you're digging up right of way, you're digging up near other utilities possibly under streets. It just gets to be a ginormous expense to Mm -hmm. run electrical when we could just put in solar powered. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, How will they work with snow on top of them? So they're, they're, (laughs) right? They're dark colored. Okay. And that helps snow melt off of them. That's the same with with the ones on homes too. Okay, hold on. But they're, so they're LED though, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are they going to have the same issue that stoplights do? Probably don't. not because those are the, like so. So stoplights have a problem with being LED that they have that cone so that only your traffic lane can kind of see it. It doesn't block it, right? So they stick off of the light itself, light, and then the mm-hmm. cone, and the snow blows in and sticks in there when that's what blocks that light. But right, because but they're it LED, it doesn't melt it. Right. But a street light is usually bigger at the top and tapered down along the side so that snow is not really going to stick to it. It'll just fall off. It may stick to it temporarily, but no, that shouldn't, there shouldn't be anything there to hold it. We'll see what the ultimate design looks like. And that's again, why we're testing it with four. So you're like, have you seen the Chicago weather? Right. Like rain, sleet, freezing rain. Right. No, we definitely okay. have a lot of that. Yeah. Winter. 
I know. It's gross. Okay, so nothing else under other reports. <laughs> Scheduled business was up next in the omnibus, omnibus vote items. This is where we vote on all of the items all at once. It's presumed that there's no... Um, Contestments. Yep, nothing's going to be contested. So I'm just going to go through them real quick. One is to spend almost $70,000 on rock salt. And then the one other one was your... Snow. Yeah, the snow. This was for Zone 7, and I forget where Zone 7 is, but we outsourced some of the developments. Um, so, so oh, this was the metro station right. for Zone 7 for having that plowed by Midwest Snow it. Solutions. That was $50,000. We spent $55,000 for the um, Allen Josephson Company. This was the recycling center, and this was a reimbursement for their moving expenses. And then the last one was um, Grand Dominion's Snow, the, that's Zone 8, and that is outsourced to um, Midwest, no, Snow Night Solution Services, oh, the Acres Group. So, we were talking about Grand Dominion. <laughs> so, our camera cut out, and now we're back, and we finished up talking about the omnibus vote list, and now village staff reports. So, there was nothing as usual from the village administrator, the village attorney, or the village clerk. And we did recess into executive session to discuss land acquisition or property sale and minutes. So we, we always add minutes because we approved the, the minutes from the last one um, so that we can eventually release that. We have to go over that twice each year. Mm -hmm. um, so we came back from executive session, and this one's kind of an interesting one because we, we did have... Um, action after our executive session so generally we go to executive session we get briefed on something or we'll discuss something and it gets brought up at the next board meeting um, you were able to take final action on it we were able to take final action okay. on it because we needed to we needed to have the village administrator or possibly the the mayor and the clerk move forward with contracts and timing and everything else so we uh, passed a motion to purchase um, 64 North Fairlawn for the amount of $35,000. How much? $35,000. Okay. And how come? So this is a home that, well, it's at 64 North Fairlawn. And it is... Um, <laughs> Are you telling them to go do a drive-by? <laughs> I mean, you're welcome to, right? Don't go on the property. It's not village-owned property, nor is it safe. It belongs to somebody else currently, but it is not a safe home and it has fallen into disrepair and has become a major eyesore for the area around it, for the other homeowners in the area. And it's, it's come to a point where the village either has to tear down the property because it's, it's so unsafe, or we have to purchase the property and tear it down. So, so either way, it needs to be torn down. Either way, the property... Um, the house on the property, I should say, is is coming down, and we have to figure out how we're doing that. So we have put in, put in an offer, if you will, in working with the property owner to purchase that property for $35,000, which is roughly the cost of the land. And we will have to spend some additional money to beautify that spot by removing the home and doing the demolition work. And then will it be put back on the market for somebody else to purchase to build a house or um, <clears throat> is it going to scent, scent, sorry, is it going to sit as an empty lot or is, do you guys already have plans for it? We, well, um, I can't tell you what the future is going to hold on it. I really don't know. 
so somebody could come along and offer to buy that property. Okay, well, if you do a drive-by and you like the surrounding area, <laughs> put an offer back into the village to build your dream home. Correct. Um, and that's one of the, the issues that the village had to talk about was the the taxes on the property have to be paid. The, um, the There's currently outstanding liens on the property because of its, will its this current take, condition. Will this take care of it, the liens? No. Oh, so whoever... But those are the village of Mundelein's liens. Oh, so, so everything could be negotiated, right? So currently, we have no, um, you know, nobody's in line to purchase that property. We're we're taking an immediate action just right for to, safety for safety, mm -hmm. and and I say immediate, knowing that it's been a long time coming. So, question for you: mm -hmm. We have certain ordinances and we do have code enforcers and things like that Even correct we've known some people that have had code, code enforcers and come out yeah. um so did that happen on this property yes okay so and it's that's not where like those, that's so where those liens are from okay so it's not like nobody didn't do anything it, it just mm -hmm. so okay. the the property has fallen into disrepair over many, many, many years of neglect and over many, many, many years of code enforcement trying to get enforcement. To and keep the building together. Correct. Okay. And, you know, enforcement can, can only do so much, right? They can't necessarily go into the home and repair it. They can um, try to incentivize repairing by <laughs> fining them. And that's where these hmm. liens come from. And, and those have to be taken care of. Um, at, at some point, you know, they could always go out and cut the grass and then bill the property owner for that. But that's an outside issue. But mm -hmm. when it comes to the actual structure of the of the home or the building. Right. Once it's become uh, condemnable or whatever. Condemnable. Right. It becomes unsafe to yeah. live in. You know, they have to take action, too. So this is a this is a hard one um, to, to kind of sit there and, and look at the pictures and look at what's been. Um, been done over the years and, and have to make a decision about somebody's home, mm -hmm. somebody's life. And just know that there's nobody living in, in the home today. And I guess, yeah, that's a hard one because it's, you, you know, you wish that you would have known the situation to help a person so that it wouldn't become to this point. Correct. But I guess you always have to want to get help too. Because I was also thinking that there's also those programs that you guys have done i mean a lot of it has been yard work oh right amazing mundelein amazing right mundelein. it's always outside stuff with it has amazing. been but have they had it in previous years where it's been inside work no it has to be outside work mm. just for the safety of the volunteers yeah but i guess what i'm trying to say is that had some of this been known people there's good people there's good people out there for mm -hmm. sure especially mundelein so yeah Absolutely. It's a great community and people are always willing to help. Right. Yeah. So it's unfortunate, but I'm glad that this is closing for them and I'm wondering it's another property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily the way that I would have liked. And, and, you know, um, you know, this as, as well mm -hmm. as Kara does that I'm, I'm pretty much opposed to any property acquisition that the, that the village has brought towards brought to the trustees and with very few exceptions and this is one of those exceptions where mm -hmm. um, something needed to be done 
and this was the best of the options, in my opinion, that, that was brought to us as trustees. And you're not holding on to it? No, we have no no need for this property Correct. whatsoever. That it will be put on the... If somebody wants to buy it... Go I, drive by. I, as only one person of the board, would be more than willing to let that property go. I don't think the other trustees would have any interest in holding on to that property. I mm -hmm. would assume that they would Have they to. reached out to affordable housing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, there yep. might be another house available. We'll, we'll see what purchase. happens here, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right, anything else? That's it for the board meeting and for the committee of the whole. And I would like to say thank you for sitting oh. here with me and you're, you're welcome. being thank my co-host. Yeah. Thanks for coming, Monday. I'm, I am so surprised it's the first time that Monday it has stayed the entire time. My emotional support. Um, emotional support kitty. Emotional support podcast kitty. Yes. He's been in more of these than me. Yep. He's so like, yes. See, this was easy. This thank was you, easy, uh, Mom. Trusty Schwank. Oh, I... thank you, Trusty Schwank. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you in the next episode. And uh, it'll probably be Kara next time, unless she totally just quits and stays in Florida. Which, hey, this time of year, anything's possible. That's a good point. All right. So, Kara, do we see you next time? I guess we'll find out. All right. Bye, y'all. All right. Bye. Have a good night. Good day.